Hello and welcome back to the Helen Valley. This is Nick Roby and we are joined once again by Donnell Clark. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Oh yeah, man. No problem. This is fun. I can do this all day. I love it. Yeah. Well, I feel like whenever we've hung out with for football, you always have to, when we've done Friday night football, it's like that 10, 11 o'clock at night. You're like hoping to get, <laughs> hoping to get home when it's still the same time of day. So that's what we're doing right now. But hey, no better time to talk about Clemson football than 10 p.m. on a Sunday, you know? Exactly. Uh, no, I, I love it. I love it. No, I really appreciate you being on, and I've, I've been excited to talk about it. And so if you didn't catch this, this is part two. So if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to part one with our conversation with Donnell, just look down on the feed. It should be right there beforehand just so you can get caught up. Because in, in that episode, we talked about just previewing or reviewing the previous year. And just kind of getting caught up to speed with that and just all being on the same page with that and just kind of our thoughts with that. So if you haven't done that, listen to that. But now we get to talk about some spring football. So, you know, it's April, you know, the weather's changing. And so now we get to get into spring practice. And so before we get into Clemson, I'm just curious, Donnell, since you since you played there and just you've gone through this in college, like what, I don't know, are there any like, What's that? What was that kind of like just going through spring practice? And like, what's the feel of that? I mean, like, there's there's the fans perspective, but just from a player's perspective, like, what, what was that like? Well, I mean, obviously, it's a whole different atmosphere over there right now. Because oh, sure. They're yeah. using this to prepare for national championships, and we're, we're using it to try not to go six and six. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. But, I mean, you go through your stages. I mean, as a freshman, you're super excited. Uh, because it, you feel like that first spring practice you go through because none of the guys when I was there was coming in early and going through a spring practice when you should have been going to prom. Uh, we all waited till after the season. So if you didn't play, uh, you know, like I didn't play my freshman year and got redshirted, uh, you just look forward to playing in front of people again. I mean, because mm-hmm. everybody on that team was a man in their, in their high school. So you're just like, man, I can't wait to see somebody in the stand so I can go out here and show what I can do. Uh, and my first one was over at Riggs Field. Uh, and oh, wow. It was like, it was super cool when we went over there. I mean, a little bit of stadium reminded me of being back in high school. There was some renovations going on in the Valley, so we went over there. Um, I actually kind of liked it. I mean, it was, it was it was a real intimate atmosphere. Um, but we just went out there and had fun. I mean, now, the older you get, the more it's like, oh, maybe we get a freshman another repertoire. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll stick this one out because, uh, you know, it's just, it's one of those things you're always looking at your body, trying to make sure you don't tear a knee or ankle or anything like that that will require another surgery. Um, mm. And you don't, don't really think about it, but you do think about it. And spring practice is just another one of those things where you have an opportunity to get hurt. I like any other time you put on the on the pad. So um it, it kind of evolves, you know, anytime you get put that that uh that paw on your head and, and go out there on on any football field, it's exciting. Um, but I can't lie to you and act like I was as excited to do it my senior year as I was my freshman year. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean it totally makes sense. And like now I mean, I don't know if it's the exact same, but you've also just been like going through like two, three weeks of practice too, like full practice. And so in a way you're almost just like, it's like a finish line, kind of a, kind of a oh, game. Yeah. You're like, I get oh, to yeah. have a break and just have a little bit of a rest before yeah. summer and the whole season. 
you get those about two weeks because that's all that's all you're getting because then you're back in school for summer workouts and yeah remember when it comes to spring practice uh, a lot of people forget that before that you're in winter conditioning you're in mat drills and all that stuff so like the spring practice was the easiest thing we did <laughs> i mean everything else was harder than that yeah and then just taking a little bit of break from strength and conditioning um yeah, I totally get that. Okay, so going into going into spring, like we we got you know, like we were talking about, you know, you got Garrett Riley, and the staff is implementing a new offense, and it sounds like it's like we talk about they're going a little bit more for like simplifying in a sense of like they're just going to probably lessen the number of plays. It sounds like, and more just like we're just going to let guys go make plays, you know, so. I don't know if you, I don't know if you personally, you know, I'm trying to remember if you personally went through that kind of change of an offense, but like, as you're looking through, as we're thinking about like guys, as they're like trying to adapt to a new, it's not like a foreign system to some of these guys, but it's new than what they were going into before. So how, like, I guess like how important would you feel like these reps are like for these guys really trying, especially on offense, trying to get on the same page, you know, as we're going into the spring game and then beyond. Oh yeah. They're ultra important because like, you don't have that familiarity with the playbook. I mean, you have to, you're thinking more than you normally would be say like last year. Or so, because the offense really didn't change much, uh, coach Streeter to, uh, coach Elliott and, mm-hmm. um, coach Scott. Uh, so the terminology changes. So, you know, anytime you're thinking you're moving slower, and so that's what they're trying to get those mental reps in right now to when they get out there on the field and during the fall, uh, it's second nature. You know, you know the playbook. You know exactly what Coach Riley's going to call. Uh, you kind of have a feel for the offense. You have a feel for the terminology. If something's just, uh, if a, ver- a word means one thing in this offense and it means something different than the last offense, you got to completely erase your memory and look to what Coach Riley had. You know, because if you don't, it'll get you bent. And then it also, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, underrated parts of getting a new coach is for some of the guys who may have been in a doghouse with previous administration, you get a fresh set of eyes. So some of your guys that, you know, going in their junior senior year that hadn't really been on the field that much get an opportunity to go out here and put their heads down. They have an offense coordinator that didn't know them. And they have an opportunity to make a name for themselves and get on the field. Um, I, I like that kind of guy. Uh, you know, I like that guy that's hungry to prove everybody that's had him on the bench for the last two, three years, prove that guy wrong. Yeah. I mean, especially at certain positions, I would say it's, there's not, like, and not a disrespectful way. It's just more of like, there's, there are opportunities, you know, oh, yeah. in the transition. And honestly, I mean, Except for a couple of positions, honestly, as I look across the board, I mean, even defensively, I would say there's a lot of positions where it's like it's not quite settled on like who's playing where. And even like, I mean, even you have a guy like, you know, I mean, as I'm looking, a guy like Andrew Makuba, I feel like is an example of this, of like he was having to, he had to battle through some injury. He had to change position for, um, it's not quite what you were describing earlier, but he had to change position because of injuries and just having to fill a role. But then he didn't play the way he wanted to 
you know? And then we're like, why is he not playing as well? Was well, like, well, he was safety freshman year and now he's having to play corner and he's been hurt. And so having to battle through it, but then he's like, he's also, I'm sure he, I don't know. He's a guy where I'm like, I could see him having a bigger year and probably I would expect him probably to go back to safety would be my guess. Um, if, if they can help it. But I mean, there again, it's also goes back into health and, um, I'll just be very curious. I think that's a big thing that I'm just, I'm very curious to see where certain guys like line up. And cause there's like, when you look at the depth chart, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of oars, like this guy or that guy, <laughs> except for maybe like quarterback and Shipley at running back. I mean, uh, so I guess I'm just, I guess I'm curious just for you, like, are there certain positions or are there, is there a certain key that you're like looking for when you look, think of spring practice and then you look into the spring game? Like what's a certain thing that you're looking for specifically? I'm looking, I'm looking for guys to jump off the, off the tape at me. You know, I'm looking for, uh, so I, I watch the game a little bit different cause I still love the D line play. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking for that first couple steps and then what they're doing their hands. Um, I could watch the whole game and never see the ball. Uh, so that's why I don't normally like watching games with people uh, because I don't get excited much. But for me, I want to see guys take a step like you talked about. I want to see, I want to see the leadership because I feel like I know what I'm going to get from Jeremiah Trotter and, and, uh, Barrett. I feel like we know we got a couple dog linebackers, mm-hmm. but are they able to get the team? Are they able to lead the team? Our guy's going to follow it. You know, if, if they're probably not going to get as many reps in the spring, um, are, are they on the sideline into the game? You know, not looking in the stands, not trying to see what they're going to do when they get out. Are they the leaders of that football team? Because the mm-hmm. defense is going to go how they go. You know, because I expect your guys like Tyler Davis and Root to not be playing a whole lot of snaps uh, in the spring game. Uh, sure. Um, which they, they've earned that right. And I feel like I know exactly what we get from those guys. But like you said, there's a lot of people who's got to put some good tape together, especially more so on the offensive side of the ball because Coach Riley don't know these guys. You know, he, he has no idea what their strengths and weaknesses are. He knows mm-hmm. what the coaches that are on staff have told him, but he doesn't have a feel for them. So that whole offense is out here proving us. Even, you know, we expect K-Cup Klevnik to be our starting quarterback. But I'm sure Coach Riley's going to tell him it's an open competition. You know, there are guys we don't even talk about that are quarterbacks at a university that were Gatorade All-American. <laughs> you know, so uh, anything can happen. So you, you'd love to see. I, I, my main focus in this game is going to be watching the offensive line. Where the offense is going to go, all the offensive line goes. Uh, we lost McFadden. So who, how are we mm. going to replace him? Uh, then you look out at receivers. Uh, who's going to step up and be that guy? You know, is Antonio Williams going to continue to grow or is he going to hit the slump? Um, you know, who's going to be the outside threat? Who's our deep threat? Um, I want to see those guys compete. And the DBs, I, I feel like our DBs got better as the season went on. They, that Wake Forest game was rough. Yeah. I don't ever want to see both. But you, you go back and you look at kids like Jalen Lucas and, and, and Nate Wiggins and and you know they they had a rough game, but they bounced back. And some of, and Devin uh, Lucas was a young kid, so you know last the year before he was still over in Malden High, being the best player on the field. 
Mm-hmm. So everybody's got something to prove in the spring game, whether you play five plays or whether you play the whole thing. Uh, they they have to come out here and show we're going to take that next step because there's a lot of programs in America that would love to say, man, we're struggling right now, but we won 10 games. You know, man, we're struggling right now, but we went to an orange bowl. Like coaches would love that. There'd be a lot of people that wouldn't be getting fired right now. That retired coaches club would not be as big as it is if -hmm. everybody was upset. Everybody's fan base was upset because they won 10 games. Dabo did that. They paid Dabo a lot of money uh, to bring, and he's going to have that expectation Mm -hmm. in the game. And we as fans have that expectation, but uh, we're still in a good spot. We (laughs) We were one victory away from being in the playoffs last year. No, people don't think about that. But if we beat South Carolina, everything else fell into place. Everything we would have needed to have happen would have happened if we beat South Carolina. That was a chaotic weekend. So we're right there where we want to be. We've got to clean up a few things, and then we're good. Yeah. Yeah, I – um. And, and here, and here's the thing: is I, I look into it. There's a lot of hype. There's a lot of excitement right now. I would say, I would say too, the spring game is like, I want to say it, it's like it's such a good opportunity to like see like who's on the field. I feel like it's a great opportunity to see some of the younger guys get actual like game opportunity. However. I don't think that's like the make or break of like, what is this offense going to look like or anything like that? I mean, you know that. And like, I feel like I'm not like saying something like outlandish, but at the same time, like, you know, you get a few three and outs, like say the final score is like, you know, 20 to 17. It's a little sloppy. It's not like, you know, like there's going to be a group that's like, Oh man, this is frustrating. Like I want, like, it's just not going to be clicking that way. Like, like you were describing. And I think too, it's important to point out like that's, this might seem obvious, but I'm just going to say it just to be all on the same page. Like that Clemson, not every school like does it the way that Clemson does in a spring game. I even was remembering that last year, Clemson, in years past, I'm assuming it's going to be the same way, is they split up half and half. And so they have two full teams. So you don't have mm-hmm. the number one offense versus number one defense. Mm-hmm. Some other schools like to do that. Literally, I was looking, like when I watched it last year, and they transitioned to the North Carolina game. They didn't even play a full game. They just did, like, you know, different drills and, like, had ones versus ones. And, like, nothing wrong with that. I, I, in a way, I prefer it this way because you're giving guys, like, the most opportunities. But yeah. – in a way, you're also hiding your cards a little bit the other way. So I don't know. You know, what I mean? I'm just more just kind of putting it out there of just like a hey, if only a couple touchdowns are scored, it's like everything's still going. If anything, I'm like it gives Coach Riley, like you're saying, a few more things to to work on. Um, you, you you mentioned this earlier, um, and just kind of want to get back to it. Who do you like? Antonio Williams, I feel like is is definitely a guy that's going to get. You know, he's first team no matter what happens. But, like, who's the deep threat in your eyes? Like, who is the guy that you're like, man, I could see him being the deep threat? Or is that just a big question mark? <laughs> to me, that's the question. I mean, uh, when I see when I see a guy like Antonio Williams, is he fast? If we got into a race today, would he beat me by 20 yards? Absolutely. Absolutely. But is he going to run a 4-3? I doubt it. 
He's more like a four four, a high four four, high uh, low four five guy. That's not taking the top off of defense. Um, I, I don't know if we have that guy right now on the roster, or if that guy is confident enough in himself to be like Randy Moss and just say, you know what, I'm gonna run past this guy, I'm gonna throw my hand up, uh, Cade hit me, and I'm gonna go get. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that is where we where we lack it, and we got to find that guy. Because I feel like that's one of the issues that we've had in the past couple of seasons is that, you know, when we struggled going down the field, you wasn't stacking a box with Sammy Watkins and Nuke Hopkins and all those cats oh, no. out wide because it's going to be a long day for you if you, if you do. Uh, but when we get to the point where we were at the past couple of years at receivers, you start seeing seven and eight in the box. It's hard to run the football when you got seven or eight in the box. Um, and, and that's what Clemson has tried to do to pound a rock as much as they possibly could. And, and we just hadn't had anybody that, that scares you or scares a defense, um, out wide. You know, if they were fast, they, their hands weren't the greatest, uh, or they just couldn't get open and we couldn't give, uh, DJ time to find them down the field. Who knows? You know, I'd have to do some more, uh, watch some more film to be able to answer that question. Um, oh, sure. I yeah. Just, yeah. I just feel like we, we haven't had that guy in a, in a while. You know, we haven't no. had that guy that absolutely terrifies teams. Uh, and I say a while. It's only been two years. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> We've had some dogs out wide. Uh, yeah. Mike Williams, I can go on and on and on down the list. Um, but if, if that is a big question mark. You know, or, yes. and then the, the routes that they ran, if we don't have the guy that's going to take the top off, and we got to be we got to be masters at, at drawing up plays. And I think that's one of the one of the things that Coach Riley is going to bring to the table. It's just a whole different playbook, you know, crossing routes, uh, anything. But you know, we we have been just a, either a deep threat or a screen for a while, and it got predictable. And I think that's that's why Coach Sweeney decided I'm going to make a change and we're going to get the best coordinator i can get that's drawing up plays uh, we know this older brother has been doing for years i'm running this a similar offense put giving guys the heisman trophy like year after year after year um and so i'm excited yeah no i think i i think i mean that's I mean that that's a that's a big question. That's what I was like. I mean that's and that's I know it's a big question for a lot of people, and so uh, it's a hard one to answer right now. And also, like we're obviously not privy to all the practice and seeing how guys are doing, you know. So of course, and and of course, there's injuries at, at points too, and all those things. And I guess the sorry. other thing you got to think about too is this daggum transfer portal. You know, there, there are going to be some kids that's going to jump in this transfer portal. And that's going to tell us more than I feel like the spring game would. Um, I feel yeah, like in like the spring game yeah. where you're still going to be, you know, trying to figure out what's going on. But when you start seeing guys hitting transfer portal, you know that it's not what we thought it was. So mm. I think that's going to be that's going to be a telltale sign of how Coach Riley is doing on the offensive side. If he's found that guy, or if he's got to go find that guy. Yeah, I guess there's there's two names. I asked that question because there's two names I think could potentially could potentially be that kind of a threat. But it's hard to know, and I think that's why it's I'm saying potential. 
And I think there's a big name right now is, you know, is Nolan Turner or Cole Turner. Sorry, Nolan Turner's younger brother who came yeah. out as of late and was a deep threat. Um, I've heard some like pretty big comparisons with him and it's hard because it, he came on as of late. And so there's a little bit of the mystery of him, of like, what's it going to look like. And so I think that's a big question. And it's like, was that uh, like, he wasn't scouted as much against cause he was a newer, so that people weren't as expecting that, you know, when people know you're the deep threat, like, <laughs> have that capability. I feel like there's a difference. So I'm very curious to see like how he's utilized. And then another guy is Adam Randall because he was hurt. Yeah, I heard we yeah. heard so many good things out of practice last year, and then he hurt his, I think ACL, hurt his knee, and came in as a light, but was still trying to make it back. I feel like he's not. I mean, from what I'm aware of, he I don't know if he has as much of the breakaway speed even as Antonio Williams, but mm-hmm. he seems to have a knack for that catching the ball. So I could see him being that. But uh, so those are those are a couple guys right now where you know if I were going to have to pick a you know a starting three you know, wide receivers today and it's the fall. Of course it's not. I would be like probably Bo Collins, Antonio Williams and Adam Randall with uh Cole Turner as like the first guy off the bench to give like a change of pace kind of thing to it. So, but there's so many, I mean, then you got a guy like Will Taylor who's been hurt and playing baseball and he has that capability. Um, I, I feel like still potentially too. So there's a lot of, a lot of thought. So, the only thing with Turner, yeah. The only thing with Cole Turner, sorry to cut you off, but no, no, no. Him, uh, he made his hay against North Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I temper my expectation. I got to see it again, and I, I mean, now don't get me wrong, he absolutely destroyed it. But I also seen everybody they played destroyed that second game, uh, so. I'm tempering my expectations a little bit. I want to see him. He, he looked great in that game. Um, but, but it was North Carolina's defense. How much stock do you put in the, to going off against a terrible defense? Because, hey, let's face it, I their mean, defense is pretty, de- and pretty yeah, hot garbage. They were, in, they were in that game because of uh, Drake May and then Josh Downs. I mean, they just they were, and 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 that's what makes them so good. But like they were playing, they were playing backups, like in yeah. in the secondary, you know. And then, mm-hmm. so that's I mean that's another, you know, it's a thing to watch out for. I think this this is going to be a very interesting, um, very interesting spring game. So spring oh, yeah. game will definitely show you some things. You know, I'm interested to see. Like for me, I, I'm more so interested to see what the new freshman was able to go do. See that that's that's what's going to go with is like. <laughs> I think we got I've some seen interesting them play. <laughs> I was like, we've seen a couple of them play. I mean, is there a certain freshman that you're like, man, I'm I'm really interested to see how he's utilized. And I tell you what, um Tink Kelly. I love Tink Kelly and I, I you know, I know you're a Daniel guy and mm-hmm. I'm not, but I tell you, they're just talking about those kids. I know they're coached well. Um, I've seen them do it year after year after year after year uh, at a very high level with really good quarterback. Don't give them an opportunity. Um, but I don't, the, the bar is high for if you come out of Daniel and you go to Clemson, you better be good. And they know the, the focus that's going to be on them being a hometown kid, mm-hmm. uh, getting that scholarship opportunity, going to the, the big, the big school up the street. 
uh, that you've seen your entire life. Uh, we all, we all root for those kinds of kids and then the Brown kid out of Greenville. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the kid out of, uh, out of Dorman, not Dorman. Um, geez. You know, I'm getting old. It's getting late because I'm starting to forget names, Nick. But um, no, it's all good. From Rock Hill. That's the kid. That's the other kid. I'm looking to see what he can do. It's. I'm sorry. It's, it's blanking on me too. I'll find <laughs> it. I'm and I'm sorry in advance to his, as we say on the radio. Sorry to his mama. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not on purpose. I'll know um, your name. I promise you. When the season gets uh, closer, this is part. Of, this is the learning season for us too. We were. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm trying to find it. Anyway, I'm. It's kicking. It's kicking me right now. But but as I'm looking for it, the guy that was kind of mine for me is Tyler Brown. I mean, I saw we saw Tink Kelly, liked what I saw from him. But just from you know the opportunity, you know, getting to to watch games with y'all, Tyler Brown was just like a guy. I was like, man, when I when he got the offer and was committed to Clemson. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I, I was just excited. I was like, <laughs> excited to see. I, I just, and also it's fun to have like local, local guys yeah. in the program, you know? And I think they understand the rivalry. Oh, yeah. They understand. And then like other guys, like I love like Bo Collins. Like don't, that's not, that's not what I'm saying. I just love that there's that aspect of it. And I think it gives the extra edge of like, they understand the conversations that are having at home. They understand the legacy a little bit more, whereas these other guys are having to learn and come in. I just he was just very explosive and I just love the way that yeah. I don't know. I always just he just played really well. And I yeah. Um, but then the Daniel guys, I mean, I mean, it's like like D- Dabo and this coaching staff, they know all those guys. So if you get an offer from them, they're like, hey, like we're not just like handing yeah. these out like just because you're the local kid. Like like they, I mean, they, they, those guys can play, you know. And then you got Shaq Lawson's younger brother. He redshirted. He was, I mean, he was a force too, you know. And in yeah. oh. redshirts, you might forget a little bit, but yeah, there's a lot of guys. Um, you got Noble Johnsons from Rockwell, Texas. Is that where who you're thinking about? No, um, God, he. I'll have to look him up here. Yeah. It's it's gonna be kicking us. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, I I just saw on the on the roster. I'm just I'm interested in those kind of guys too, like those kind of freshmen that like are going to get opportunities. Um, but yeah, so lot to lot lot to look forward to, and I'm sure as we're as we're done recording, we'll figure it out. But <laughs> I think just the point is just that there's just a lot of there's a lot of young guys that are coming, and I think it'd be very interesting to see how how they get utilized and um, we'll also get to see a lot early too, as I'm looking at the schedule upcoming. What? Jarvis green, Jarvis green. Okay. The running back. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I heard a lot of good things about him. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he came from a really good program and mm-hmm. um, just love having some local guys. I think it's really, I just love that we have guys from Texas and guys <laughs> from, you know, down the street. And it's, it, I think it gives a good mixture too. Um, all right. So as we're wrapping up, I mean, we'll get, we can get into, you know, we can have you on again to talk through preview stuff and all that, you know, all when, when July hits and you have all the preview magazines and everyone, for, you know, tends to forget what last year was like. And, you know, yeah. 
all those kinds of things. Is there a game that you have circled on the schedule or just a team you're like, I, we didn't talk about this ahead of time. So I'm just thinking about it. Like, is there a team you're like, okay, we're in spring practice. Like, I'm just going to keep a little eye on so-and-so like, you know what I mean? Like your ears extra perch for like, I want to hear yeah. how they're doing. There's a couple. Yeah. Um, I'm, I've always been a Deion Sanders fan. So I'm interested to see what happens in Colorado. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I, one of my favorite Tigers of a few, uh, from previous years is uh, Levante Bentley, and I'm excited Bentley, to see what yep. he does out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you look at their their strength and conditioning staff, and you got Ranger Taylor um, on the roster and stuff like that. So um, they'll always be you know well, there's a spot, especially when you have the access that you have a Colorado's football program. You can't help but to be interested in the outcome of their season, and then. Um, the other team, I didn't like the way it ended. I didn't like the way South Carolina uh, did to us. So, uh, to me, I, everything about that game, we should have won. You know, I sat in the booth and, and we were up there and I'm looking at scouts and the scouts said, well, yeah, just wait a minute, he'll give you one. Uh, talking about Spencer Rattler, and he did. And we still end up losing that game. So I'm excited to see what South Carolina is going to do this year. Are they going to be a program that takes that next step, um, you know, and build off the success they had at the end of their football mm-hmm. season? Um, you know, uh, Florida State. Yeah. You, know, you look at some of the recruiting say. classes they've had coming in down there and, and what Coach Norville is doing with that program. Uh, you know, it seems to be that he has Florida State had in the right direction. Uh, and, and they're going to be able to compete a little bit better. You saw what they did to us in the Valley last year. They took us to the wire. Um, I'm definitely not excited to see their little quarterback come back. Uh, he gave us fits in that football game. Oh, uh, you mean the one from two, from two years ago? The one last year. Yeah. 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 So I just, it, it's, there's a few teams that, that are really excited. I, you know, Two-time national champion. We're right up the road from Georgia. Um, yeah. I still, yeah. I'm a, you know, born and raised in Georgia, so I keep an eye out for them, see what they do, mm-hmm. um, see how they replace Stetson Bennett. Um, yeah. They, I, I, just when I thought they couldn't get any more defensive linemen, they come back out with defensive linemen that were better than the ones they had the year before. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure that's how teams feel about Clemson. <laughs> so at least, or at least they're like, here's more. Um, quickly as we're winding up, I just, yeah, I, I agree with you. The team, when I look at Clemson's schedule, like leaving it just to that, Florida State's, I mean, obviously South Carolina, is, you're always going to circle them. Like, and I agree with everything you're saying, but just to like elaborate more on a different team, Florida State's the one I've circled too. Um, just cause you're hearing a lot. They're a, an analytic national like favorite to be the next team to step up to like be a power in the ACC. And, you know, honestly, I'm kind of ready for another team to step up. Not that I want to lose to them, but I'm just like, yeah, that's great. Somebody else step up. We, Clemson has been waiting for somebody else to step up, you know? And then too, I'm like, yeah, they won 10 games. Like those, like, that's great. Like, don't, don't look at the box score and forget that Clemson had that game won. You know, it's like, don't, let's not, let's not construe that, but they are going in a very positive direction. So I'll be very curious to see how they go. Another one, just adding a different one that I'm very interested in, just because I'm just, 
I'm I'm over it. I'm ready to. It's Notre Dame. Notre Dame. You got the Golden Golden Domes. They're coming to town this upcoming year. They got Sam Hartman. He's not bringing the slow mesh with him, but we've lost the past two times up there, Donnell. I'm yep. I'm kind of over it, you know. So that's me a fun. I hate one. we're so, playing now. Get in the I, league. <laughs> you want to play a, us? Get in our league. That's a whole other episode. Is how I <laughs> feel about that. But you know, it's good for our our out of conference. So or out of conference required to play game. Um, but I think it's it's a fun schedule, but I do love that there are time for these younger players to get rolling because the the first real big test is Notre Dame end of September. You know, it's at Duke, then Charleston Southern, then FAU. So it's and then you don't have divisions this year. So it's even more wide open. So that's a that's a whole other episode for another day. But I just it just gets me itching and I'm just ready to go because it's oh, yeah. it's a lot of fun things and a lot of people talking about a lot of teams. But Donnell, I really it's been really fun, man. Um thank you so much for being on for both episodes. But I just get it gets me pumped for football and I'm just like, man, it's only April, but we get the spring game. There we go. There we go. It feels like football weather outside. So man, Nick, I'm excited, brother. I I'm excited to do your podcast. I enjoyed it myself. You know, anytime you talk football with good friends, it's a, it's a great day. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, love it. And I'm excited for all things that are coming. Next thing you know, we'll be Labor Day weekend and ready to <laughs> get ready for Duke on national television. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's going to be fun, man. So cool. Yeah, well, thanks for Donnell for joining us. Thank you all for listening. Um, really appreciate you taking the time and 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 choosing this to listen to. So um, if you get a chance, you remember to leave a like or subscribe, leave us a review. Um, tell us what you're excited about to watch in the spring game. Lots of fun things to talk about. So for Donnell, for myself, Nick Roby, thank you so much for listening. And for now, we are signing off.